0: Amen. Matthew chapter 13. If you'll look with us in verse number 3. The Bible said, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundred, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore, speak I to them in parables, because they see see they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in this Is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah Which saith by hearing you shall hear And shall not understand And seeing you shall see And shall not perceive For this people's heart is wax gross And their ears are dull of hearing And their eyes they have closed Lest at any time they should see with their eyes And hear with their ears And should understand with their hearts And should be converted And I should heal them But blessed are your eyes For ye see and your ears For they hear For verily I say unto you That many prophets and righteous men Have desired to see Those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth catcheth away uh, that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that receives the seed in stony places the same as he that heareth the word and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he no root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or Persecution ariseth because of the word by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it which also beareth fruit and bringeth fruit some hundred, some sixty and some thirty. Heavenly Father, Lord I ask you this morning to save the sinner in this building that's nearest hell. God, you know every soul that's here this morning. God, I ask you this morning to pull the scales off the eyes of those that may be blinded may be blinded by religion, may be blinded by sin, may be blinded by the pleasures or the things of this world. God, for these next few moments, give us liberty and vocabulary. Speak and, Lord, do the work that only the Spirit of God can do. Thank you for every song that's been sung, every testimony that's been given, and for your presence that's here this morning. Have your will and have your way, and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated this morning. I want to draw your attention to verse number three here in just a moment, but Matthew chapter 13 opens in verse number one and two with the master as the Bible said that the same day went Jesus out of the house and notice the master here as he sat by the seaside Jesus in verse number one is sitting by the seaside, in verse number two he is sitting on a ship as a great multitude were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and he sat and so we see the master and we see the multitude as the Bible said in verse number 2 that the whole multitude stood on the shore but when we get to verse number 3 we see the mysteries of the kingdom of God in Matthew chapter 13 there are 7 parables that are given here concerning the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven and when we think about this first parable here this morning we notice that Jesus emphasizes 3 things in the early verses of this parable in verse number 3 you'll notice that he emphasizes as the sower as he says behold a sower went forth to sow and the sower here represents the Lord Jesus Christ himself but it is not restricted to just him but it represents anyone and everyone that would sow the gospel amen I will tell you that a child can put a seed in the ground and drop a seed in the ground just as much as an experienced farmer can drop one in the ground and so my friend anyone that sows a gospel is a representative of the sower in this text here not only does he emphasize the sower but in verse number 4 he emphasizes the seed as he says and he went when he sowed some seeds fell by the wayside and so the seed is the word of God it is the gospel amen I want to say this morning I thank God for the Bible don't you I thank God for the word of God how blessed we are this morning to sit in church and hear the testimonies of the uh, and to hear the preaching of the Word of God. Amen. Uh, We've been blessed to have a Bible in our head and to have Jesus in our heart. And if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, then friend, uh, now is the accepted time. And today is the day of salvation. You must come while you can. You must come while the Lord is calling. You must come while the door of opportunity is open. You must be born again. The Bible says, uh, Acts 4, in verse 12 said, Neither is there salvation any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Amen. I want to say this morning in this parable, Jesus emphasizes the sower. He emphasizes the seed as the word of God. But when we get to verse number 4, on through down to verse number 8, he emphasizes the soul. Amen. And when you think about the soul here, there's four types of soul. That Jesus emphasizes, and this soul is a representation of the heart of man. And the question in my mind this morning, and the question that ought to be in your mind this morning, is where do I fit into this text? Uh, uh, what kind of soul uh, uh, in my heart do I have this morning uh, toward the Bible, uh, toward the Lord Jesus Christ? He talks about in verse number four uh, that soul uh, that that is by the wayside. He said, and when he sold some. Seen fell by the wayside. That wayside soul represents uh, that hard ground. Amen? It represents that hard soil. The fowls came and devoured them up. Why is that? Because the soil could not penetrate that hard ground. And then he talks about in verse number five how that some fell on stony places uh, where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. And he says, the sun was hot uh, and it was scorched because they had no root and they withered away he talks about that stony soil here and it talks about that shallow soil amen uh, that's that soil that doesn't have very much ground to it and so the seed goes in it but it cannot get very far down because underneath that soil uh, listen it's just solid rock uh, in other words there's not enough soil uh, for it to take root uh, and to uh, withstand the son. I want to say this morning that represents those that are shallow. They come and they hear the word of God. uh, And the word of God takes a little bit of root in their life. uh, But it's just a shallow emotion. It's just a shallow stirring. We've seen people do that. Uh, They'd come down to the altar and they'd pray a little prayer uh, and listen, get up and say God saved them. But listen, it wouldn't last 24 hours. Uh, They wouldn't even make it back the next Sunday. You say, Brother Grafly what happened to them people did they get saved no they didn't get saved the gospel fell on that stony ground and it stirred them up but they did not have any root system and so they did not last amen i'm telling you when you get saved you'll get something in there that'll stick isn't that right and this root. uh, uh, There was uh, uh, no root. And so he talks about the stony. In verse 7 he talks about uh, that that thorny ground. He said some of that seed fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up and they choked them out. Uh, Those thorns is a picture of sin and corruption and so it represents that soil uh, that is corrupted Uh, and my friend there's a lot of things in this life uh, that will corrupt a man and pervert a man to the point uh, uh, that he'll no longer hear the Gospel, Amen. But when you get to verse number eight, he talks about the good ground that brought forth fruit a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Hey, what is that? That's where that seed of the gospel fell and lodged in a heart. At my friend that took root, uh, that person activated in faith uh, and believed the gospel, and they got born again. Amen. And the question this morning is not a question of just the mind, but it's a question of the heart. This morning. Uh, what's your heart like Uh, maybe you're here and you need God to break up the fallow ground of your soul this morning Uh, uh, maybe your heart is hard like that wayside Uh, maybe your heart is stony uh, like that shallow ground Uh, maybe your heart is thorny Uh, there's a lot of things of this world uh, uh, that's got a hold of you this morning and it's choking out the message uh, and it's choking out the gospel hey uh, you know what you need to do this morning you need to do what Jesus said in verse number 9 who have ears to hear let him hear this morning you see if your heart's hard it don't have to be I'm telling you, if the ground is stony and shallow in your life, it don't have to be. If thorny uh, uh, things of this world has taken a hold of you, it doesn't have to be. Uh, You can let that heart, uh, you can let the gospel break up that ground. Uh, You can let the gospel lodge in your soul this morning. Uh, You could get born in the family of God uh, and you could be saved uh, and the gospel could be on good ground this morning. When you get to verse number 10, notice the confusion of these disciples. The disciples came and said to him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And notice here the calls. Jesus said, Because. He answered and said unto them, verse 11, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but unto them it is not given. What is Christ saying here? The Lord was closing the door on Israel as a nation. Now Jews as individuals can be saved. Uh, uh, My friend, they can exercise faith as an individual. But I'll tell you this morning, as a nation, uh, they're blinded right now and one day at the end of the tribulation the Bible said a nation's going to be born in a day and that's the nation of Israel the blinders are going to come off but until then Jesus said in verse number 15 for this people talking about Israel their heart is white gross uh, and their ears are dull of hearing uh, and their eyes they have closed notice they've closed their eyes uh, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears uh, and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them you know what Jesus says he said they've heard so much and they've seen so much that they've closed their eyes they've closed and stopped up their ears and they no longer hear the the message hey don't let that be you this morning if God has graced you and blessed you enough to sit in church and you've heard preaching and you've heard sermon after sermon and you've heard message after message don't you let your heart get so hard don't you let the ground get so stony Don't you let the thorns of this life uh, uh, grab hold of you that you don't hear what the preacher is saying to you this morning. i tell you, when I came to church this morning, I had a burden that there's more than one person this building needs to be saved. I'm not a prophet this morning, and I'm not the Holy Spirit, and I can't see nobody's heart. But I know when God puts a burden on my heart this morning, I'm telling you, there are people here, you need to be born again. You may be a visitor, you may be a church member, but you need to get saved, amen? Uh, Your heart's so hard, uh, and your ears are closed up. You're not listening. Oh, the, the Holy Ghost of God would get your attention this morning and would woo you and draw you and put you under conviction this morning. Look what Jesus said in verse 16 to the disciples. He said, but blessing, you know this ought to be about every one of us this morning. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Listen to me this morning. Do you realize how many people around this world would love to be sitting right where you're sitting this morning. Do you realize how many people around this world has never seen a full canon of Scripture? You realize how many people has never seen a missionary? They've never seen a church. They've never seen a, uh, listen, they've never heard a Bible message. They've never seen a gospel tract, and yet you've heard it over and over and over again. You've heard the message. uh, you Listen, you could just about quote it as good as I could this morning. I'm telling you this morning, if you're not saying, you need to wake up. You need God to get your attention this morning. Uh, You need to do what Jesus says in verse number 18 he said hear ye, therefore of the parable of the sower I know what time it is this morning I just really don't care what time it is Uh, and don't nobody get up and leave amen if you've got a schedule you should have booked it later than 12 o'clock amen I'm telling you listen it'll be all right. don't you get up and leave while I'm preaching unless you have an emergency and gotta go to the restroom Uh, but I'm telling you this morning uh, uh, preaching is important isn't that right and there's souls weighing in the balance this morning uh, and you're not that you can't sit through a 30-minute sermon. Amen. I'm telling you, you need to hang with me this morning and don't just be there in body. If you know you're saved, you need to pray for somebody in this building that's lost. You need to pray God will put them under conviction. You need to pray God will open their eyes. I'm telling you, friend, there's people going to hell sitting in our Baptist churches today and they need to be born again. Oh, you need to hear four things this morning and we'll be through. Concerning, see, Jesus gives the information about this uh, uh, parable in these early, early verses and then he gives the inspiration to the disciples uh, that they've heard and that they've seen. But when we get to verse 19, he gives the interpretation of this parable and he does that by talking about these four types of soil. Notice them with me this morning and we'll be through. First of all, I want you to see uh, the, wayside, the way we of some. As he says in verse number 19, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. Hear me this morning. You're hearing the word of God preached. Uh, and perhaps you're sitting here and say, I don't understand all this about being saved. I don't understand all this about religion. Well, I would say to you this morning, You cry out to God. And don't you let the devil come by and catch his seed out of your life. Don't you let him come by. You see, this hard soul represents those of no results. I'm telling you this morning, we're preaching to a generation today that you can preach on hell, you can preach on the judgment of God, you can preach on death, you can preach on eternity, you can preach on the coming of Christ. And you know what they do? They sit there just heartened. They sit there with no results. I mean, they're so hard, they won't even raise their hand and say, pray for me, I'm lost. You know why that is? Because the ground is so hard in their life, they can't even see the need. The devil comes and he snatches it away this morning. I don't think nobody's doing this. I'm just using it as an example. I hope nobody is this morning. I'll tell you, if you got a cell phone, you ought to turn it off when you go into sanctuary. Now, if you got a job and you're on call, I understand that. If you work for a a medical field, I can understand things like that. I tell you, if you got your phone on uh, so you can look on social media, or you can get on YouTube, or you can get on, uh, you can answer text messages. uh, uh, You need to turn it off. Amen. You say, "Why are you preaching that, Brother Gravely?" I'm telling you, why the devil is using so many distractions today uh, to keep people's minds off the things of God? He's pumping so much stuff into their minds nowadays that my friend, when is the last time uh, you've seen somebody come down an aisle uh, with tears running down their face uh, and dripping off their chin, uh, and their hands trembling uh, because they're under deep conviction? Uh, I'm telling you, the reason you don't see it as much uh, is we got a lot of hard-hearted people in this hour. Uh, listen, they're the waywardness of some uh, of no results whatsoever. You ever tried to witness to somebody and them just look at you? Unmoved about their soul. Unmoved about eternity. Unmoved about going to hell this morning. Unmoved about... I'm telling you as a preacher in these days you have to just pray and get the message God lays on your heart and sometimes it's like you're plowing through concrete but I'll tell you you just got to put her in a lower gear and just drink about five gallons of I don't give a rip and just plow for the glory of God uh, uh, to rescue some soul uh, that's going to hell I'll tell you this morning sinner there is a heaven to gain uh, there is a hell to shine uh, there is a bloody calvary and Jesus died uh, uh, to keep your sorry soul and my sorry soul out of hell this morning the waywardness of some and then notice in the next verse the weakness of some he said but he that received the seed in the stony place the same as he that heareth the word and Anon with joy receiveth it yet he hath no root in himself but endureth for a while for when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word Notice this, by and by, he is offended. The very word, they rejected. Like the uh, the waywardness of some, they rejected it immediately the stony ground the weakness of some is that they receive it for a moment they're touched by the word and they come and they respond emotionally they're moved emotionally uh, they're stirred Uh, uh, but may I say this morning uh, uh, like with the first there's absolutely no results Uh, but with the second the stony ground there's just no root Uh, uh, they come and they respond but it doesn't take root Uh, they do do not receive the word uh, uh, completely Uh, listen they cut good little. Illustration of that would be they come to the altar. And when they get down here, they start backpedaling. Uh, they start uh, backpedaling with God. Uh, I've seen people do that. I've seen them get under conviction during a sermon. I mean, you could just about go to their pew and point them out. Uh, it's written all over their face. Uh, they know they're lost. They know they need to be saved. Uh, they respond and they come to the altar. But when they get down to the altar and you start praying, you say, Why did you come? Uh, what did the Lord speak to you about? They know know in their heart of hearts they need to be saved. They know they're going to hell. They know they must be born again. But for whatever reason, it's just the depravity of man. They don't want to confess it. They're to listen. They hold back and they say something like this. Well, I just need to do better. I come to pray for somebody. And I'll ask them sometimes. Others have done that doing personal work. I say, now let me ask you a question. If you died right now, where would you go? Well I'm not sure Well let me And you start talking to them And the more you talk to them they'll say You know what I'm saved Stony ground They came so close But they were offended I sit in a restaurant here A few years ago with a man A very wealthy man Who visited our church for some time He sat right back there Where Brother Black sits. He would come in, he would slip in, he would sit back there on Sunday mornings and he would weep the whole time. I've seen that man stand there under deep Holy Ghost conviction. God speaking to his soul about being saved. Finally one Sunday he was going out and I knew that he was a wealthy man. He, he worked for about 30-something years uh, uh, on Wall Street. Had he moved uh, uh, from New York City, just moved out in the country to get away from everything. And that one Sunday morning, he was going by. I grabbed him by the head. I said, could we meet and talk? He said, I would like that. I said, we'll meet here at the church. He said, no, let's don't meet here. He said, let's meet. And he named a restaurant. I said, all right, we'll meet there. And I sat in that restaurant and talked with that man, gave him the gospel. And I watched him tremble. We both ordered a meal and I don't think either one of us ate a bite. I'm telling you as we sit there I watched the Holy Ghost deal with him I watched him tremble he wept he even told me he said I know I need to be saved I need to be saved I know I'm lost I said do you realize that you're lost he said I'm lost I'm going to tell you I watched that man some go, come so close to being born again uh, that I thought he was going to get saved in the restaurant I said listen I said it doesn't matter where we're at and it don't matter what these people think I said you're under conviction God would save your soul right now I said if you'll get down here in the floor I said I'll get down with you I said sir all you gotta do is bow your head and ask Jesus to be your savior I'm talking about a man standing at the very door of heaven all he had to do was reach out and get a hold of it. God was dealing with his soul but he was offended never saw him again I don't know if he ever got saved I don't know if he's living I'm here to tell you this morning if God puts you under conviction, you know what you ought to do? You ought not even wait till I get through preaching. You ought to mess this sermon up real good. Jump up out of your seat and run to this altar and get bored again. You say, What's the hurry? You're not promised another heartbeat. It's what the hurry? You're not promised another breath. It's the hurry. What are you going to do if the trumpet sounds and the church is taken out before I get through preaching? What are you going to do if you get up and you fall over dead and you go to hell this close to being saved? I'm telling you this morning, the weakness of some is they don't have no root. Let me just stop and say this. I'm burdened about people. And I'm I'm careful what I'm about to say. I've never... Never been a preacher to want to cast doubt on people's salvation. It breeds confusion, and it does nothing but, but torment people. But having this, the same time, I'm, I'm, I have to be honest. I'm burdened for people that is there's just something major missing in their life. They go to church, but they just don't connect. There's some here this morning that as soon as you get the opportunity. To get out from your home, you're gone. And I'm going to tell you what the problem is this morning. There's no root. You've never been born again. There's no root. I say the weakness of some, the waywardness of some. disassembled. what about the worldliness of some? Look at verse 22. And he also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. Notice this. He hears the word. But the cares of this world... And the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. If you go to, you don't have to turn there, but in Mark chapter 4 and verse number 19, Mark adds one, a third thing to this verse and it's the lust of other things. And when you think about the, the cares of this world, that's the problems of life. You think about the, you think about the, the deceitfulness of riches, that's the prosperity of life. And then the lust of other things that Mark mentions would be the pleasures of life and the reason that, that the worldliness of some keeps them from being saved is, is they say things like I've got so many problems, I, I don't have time for religion, I don't have time to be saved maybe you've heard them say this, uh, I'll tell you when I get some things worked out, I'm going to go to church, when I get some things worked out brother laddie, i tell you I'm going to turn my life over to God, I watched a man die without God and go to hell, that had every intention of get when he got things worked out, the only problem was he never got everything worked out I'm telling you the problems of life, will keep you from getting saved the prosperity of life there's some sitting here this morning you say preacher I know I understand about church and I understand about religion but I want to make some money I want to have some things in life nothing wrong with having things but if that's more important to you than living for God and being saved then those things already have you you don't have them but they already have your heart and they'll drag your soul to hell the deceitfulness of riches you know what's so deceitful about riches is you can never have enough of it. The more you have, the more you want. And then the lust of other things, the pleasures of life. There's some that just say, hey, look, I know I need to be saved, but I love sin too much to get saved. I love that girl I love that boy I love that party I love that booze I love that adultery I love that perversion I I love that gambling I I tell you I know I need to be saved but I love that stuff too much to to give it up I'm telling you it'll drag your soul to hell it'll damn you for eternity you'll wake up one day in the charred walls of the dam and all the pleasures of this world will not have been worth one second in hell and you'll wish to God a thousand times you'd have never forfeited your soul for the pleasure. Of sin, for it's only for a season, friend. And that season may only be a day, that season may only be a week. You never know how long a season may be, but that season's gonna run out. And is it worth it all worth going to hell over? Can you name me one thing in life worth going to hell for? One thing this morning, one thing about trading your soul for. The worldliness of some, the weakness of some, the waywardness of some. But then I want to close with this this morning. Notice this last soul. Notice the willingness of some. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundred, some sixty, and some (coughs) thirty. There's a marvelous development in a hundredfold. There's a marked development in 60 and there's a moderate in 30. But the truth of the text is is that those that are born again, they bring forth fruit. Any fruit in your life that you've been born again. Is going to church a blessing or a burden? Is it endurance or is it an enjoyment? Do you have a desire to serve God? Do you have a desire to say no to the world? Do you have a desire to live for Jesus? Or do you look across that fence and say, Boy, that world looks so good. That world, I want to go out there and do what they're doing. I want to go out there and live the way they're living. I tell you, I wish I could break free from all of this. Uh, I'll tell you what will happen, friend. Uh, you'll find out that this world holds nothing but a prison house for those uh, uh, that go into it. Uh, it'll shackle you and it'll enslave you. Uh, and my friend, it'll rob you. Uh, and it'll strip you of everything decent and wholesome in your life. Uh, all the pleasures of sin are deceitful and they're destructive. Uh, and they'll damn yourself. for all eternity. Has the seed this morning fell on good ground? When I read that verse, brother laddie, I about shouted last night. Because here's a good indication you've been saved. Number one, in verse 23, he said, he that received seed. I want to tell you this morning, I've received the word of God. I've not just received it with my lips, but with my life. And then the Bible said he he that heareth the word and understandeth. I'm glad as it's already been said I have found the way. I know the way this morning. I've heard the truth of the gospel. I understand the gospel. I receive the gospel. And then the Bible said beareth fruit. I'm not going to tell you this morning I'm a hundredfold Christian. I wouldn't even tell you I'm a sixtyfold Christian. Maybe not even a thirtyfold Christian. But I can look back in my life. And I can see where I've been born again. I can look back in my life and listen to me. There's fruit. You say, preacher, what do you mean? I mean, there's a desire. You don't have to get out there and waller in sin to have fruit. That's not fruit. Fruit is when you look at your life and you see a desire. What's your desire this morning? Do you want to live for Jesus? If you do, you will. And if you don't, nobody can't make you. And if you don't, the first chance you get, you're gone. You're going to look for a way out for a long time. And I promise you this, the devil will give you a way out. And he'll let you meet somebody. Might be on the job, might be at school, might be somewhere. He'll let you meet somebody that'll open that door wide open for you. And I'm going to tell you where that doorway leads to this morning, folks. It leads to the gates of hell. And if you're lost this morning, I tell you, there's enough testifying going on in this service if I didn't feel the the least nudge to preach what I'm preaching I'd have stepped back and just let her went this morning and went to the house and ate chicken but I'm telling you I know as sure as I'm standing here they people lost in this building today I want to beg you this morning no, please don't die without God and go to hell don't, please don't hold on to a baptismal certificate or a church membership and die without God I'm telling you this morning, it'll take God to wake some people up. It won't be anything I'm going to say. But I pray. I pray, Spirit of the living God, Holy Ghost. Lord, I ask you this morning, in Jesus' name. God, I pray that you would, I don't know anybody's soul in this building. And God, I don't know know who needs to be saved. And I wouldn't dare try to even put my hand on somebody. But oh God, go to their seat right now. Lord, let them see themselves lost. Let them see themselves in need of a Savior. God, let them see themselves undone without you this morning. Please pull the scales off their eyes. God, please don't let them go to hell this morning. Let them be honest with you and honest with themselves. Oh, Spirit of the living God, please woo their soul right now. Speak to the secret place of their heart. God help them to see they're dead in trespasses and sin that they need to be born again. Oh God I ask you this morning do the work that only you can do as we stand this morning. Do you need to be saved? Heads are about, eyes are closed. Christians are praying. Do you need to be saved this morning? I, we're not going to sing listen we're not going to sing 35 verses of Just As I Am. We're not going to beg and plead this morning. It's just this simple. If a still small voice comes to your, your your heart and speaks to you and says, you know, you know you need to be saved. You know that's you this morning. Then please respond to that. I don't care how young or how old you are this morning. Visitor or member alike, please respond to that message. If God deals with your heart, would you be honest? Do you care enough? Don't let the seed... <coughs> fall on bad ground this morning don't turn him away don't reject him as brother Sam sings this song come on this morning